Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Hi, we're on. Yeah, it's not my job. Bob Woodward and Caddy Kay, a question for you, too. How important is it for the press to band together when reporters like Jim Acosta are attacked by the administration? It is. I, you know, we've got reporters this week who have worked in China and Uzbekistan who were giving advice to reporters working in America. I mean, that tells you something about the world we're in, right, where they are having to say, OK, this is how you handle this sort of situation where press freedom is getting eroded. And the one thing, a piece of advice from the reporter in China was the aim of the government will be to try to divide you because if they can divide the press corps, then they can play one off against each other and they weaken them. But I think that we're taking the bait in the press and Trump is just throwing it out on that table and saying, you know, you're the enemy of the people and then we get all steamy and emotionally unhinged and about it. Now, 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 the way to work together is when the New York Times or the BBC have a great story for the Washington Post to follow it and dig and get specifics and make the case for the truth. And that means lots of work. And let's face it, we've become lazy. And we have to stop becoming lazy. Yeah. And Pref- vote and vote the more. Washington Post following the Times rather than the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. No, I actually thought he was going to say for the New York Times and the BBC to give stories to. I thought that's where we were heading. But it, it's about the quality of information. I mean, New York Times had a great story on Trump's taxes and how uh, the real estate market in New York City works, and we wrote one story about it. We should do. More. We, we should have got his tax returns. I should have got his tax returns. I feel guilty every day about not getting his tax also, returns. It's so important not to be baited by every tweet because Trump is playing the press, and and that that is his his skill. You talked about his. Sarah talked about him as the ideal 8-year-old. I see him as like a cunning 12-year-old. I mean, maybe that's a subject for debate. But he's the classic 8th grade, grade bully, and he knows exactly where to poke someone, where it, right. where it hurts. McCain said something so smart before he died. He said, you can't be the car alarm that's constantly going off. Pick your battles. Pick them wisely. Okay. Uh, this is for Bill and Sarah. At the same time... Oh, sorry. Well, at the same time, I think it's about... Go pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing the way he does. And so he repeats and repeats and repeats. And there is something about writing multiple stories and pushing and pushing and pushing and being that car alarm. I'm guessing I'm not a. But I, 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 you know, <laughs> who, what who you likes were saying. The car alarm who goes off? Who right. does? Right. Because that's, that's when people stop even noticing. Yeah. I and mean, the risk is that audiences tune off. Everybody thinks, oh, this is normal because we heard this 15 times yesterday and every tweet gets reported. And the trouble is, while you're distracted, it's really hard to cover Trump because every day there are 15, my jaw is on the floor, things that you could be covering. And you don't have time to go down to the border and look what's happening with families and see how many people are being deported and go around the country and find out what's happening under this administration. You know, and, it's, and Bill it's talked about the, the, to... the dictator playbook and the great you know, line attributed to Stalin is the death of one person is a tragedy and the death of a million is a statistic. One lie will haunt Bill Clinton into his grave, but a million Trump lies, right. you can't That's remember right. a single one of them. But, but if I may, 
We let important stories go by, like the tax cut. The tax cut is one of the great deceits of all time. It's designed... You know, uh, there were six people who made the tax cut. Four people from Congress, two people, the Treasury Secretary from Goldman Sachs, and Gary Cohen, who was the president of Goldman Sachs, they sat around a table, and I think they had to go in and wipe the drool off the table because these people were so happy (laughs) to have all this money that they can give to rich people. And they took the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. Trump was disappointed. He wanted to take it to 15%. And everyone got a tax break, but the working people's tax break expires, but the corporate tax break does not. And why are we letting this kind of, oh, well, that happened? And essentially, Trump ran on saying, oh, isn't it great, this wonderful tax cut? It has given us a wonderful economy. Well, if you you know, talk to economists left, center and right, we now have an additional $1 trillion deficit because of this. Somebody's going to have to pay for that. And that's what the Republican classic candidate would say. Remember these kind of Republicans when we were just about (laughs) the debt and we can't be running up the debt? That's what a a Republican classic guy would say. Russia... Right, the enemy, and, and not actually, our... there are I mean, four like of the... them left in Washington. Exactly. <laughs> can I say? Can I say one quick thing on the on the media and sort of the propaganda and how it's working, and it ties back into your conversation about millennials. So I sit in folks groups with a lot of millennials, and and it's working. They are tuning out of of mainstream news because they don't want to hear it anymore, and and, and 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 you know, I was sitting with some some millennials about two months ago, and they didn't know who Mueller was. They don't know anything about the, the, the investigation, right? So it's a disconnect. And then, and then, of course, to your point, then they don't vote, right? So, so what Trump is doing is diabolic, but it is actually working. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, let's see. The, the people within the ears of Azaguasol are... They say things that they don't even... They, they say, we like Russia, just to be... I mean, it's just, <laughs> just bananas. Just to make the libtards cry. It is. <laughs> that's and, a lot of what it is. And to the tax uh, thing, is just like... it. No, it doesn't take much on Google to fig- to follow the money and see how things all right. suss out. I mean, billionaires cost Americans money more than anybody else. We're subsidizing the, the garbage they pay their workers. Amazon, valued at a trillion dollars in 2017, paid zero dollars in taxes. That's what the tax... I mean, it's bananas. Look at the facts I know now. <laughs> this is for... I guess the questions are for two people today. This is for you... And me. Has it become increasingly difficult to make others laugh uh, since Trump took office? I, I guess they're saying because, you know, the premises are the punchlines. I guess that's what the question is. I mean, means. for sure. And also. I don't I, think it's di- more difficult. I mean, there's more material than ever, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah. insane. I mean, usually presidents have one thing. You know, Clinton was horny and Bush was stupid. This guy's everything. Ford he's horny and he's stupid and he's... You're right, exactly. This... I, I 
Okay. The humor is darker, right? Yeah. I mean, they're like they're like jokes out of the Soviet Union, right? Yeah. I mean, it was funny you when, when you weren't in the gulag. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, thank you, audience. Thank you, panel. One more week. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.